Beth Show. The Matt and Beth Show. episode 13 it is may we are in full-blown graduation season and planning out the summer so that is it's on the top of our minds and so it's the topic of the podcast this week you know i've been thinking a lot about this is uh vacations money graduation parts parties money everything is money it seems like when the summer comes along the kids are going to be home more going to need more food going to need more money it seems like there's more so much activities they want to go do so more. there's more money so i really want to focus in if we can on how we can do all this stuff at maybe a less expensive rate yeah i think we're kind of all in that boat yeah. right now at least most of us some of us aren't and if you know somebody who's not go ahead and give them our email and we do accept donations for our <laughs> For our program. Uh, it is the Matt and Beth show and the Matt and Beth show at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, all those places. We want to hear from you. And if you got anything you want to hear on the show and further episodes or future episodes or something you don't want to hear on future episodes, <laughs> let us know. We want to get your opinions. Okay. Beth, let's play pomp circumstance. What is it called? What is the graduation song called? Pomp and circumstance. Yes. This one. I want to know. You know, because you get this time of year, it, as the kids get older, the graduation invitations, the parties are just, you know, you, you just get so many. Right. So assuming you can go to all of them because they all work in your schedule, what's the appropriate amount of time mm-hmm. spent at mm-hmm. the party? Mm-hmm. If it's, you know, in, here in Nebraska, which I just learned this recently, that the op- we do open houses, right? You come between four and eight to this location and people come in and out and there's always food that can be eaten at any time. Apparently that's not the thing everywhere. Really? Yeah. Like, huh. yeah. A friend from Canada the other day told me like my graduation was over. I went to dinner with my parents. That's what, like, that's just what you do. You don't have graduation parties? I like, guess not. People don't come and say congratulations? I guess not. What? So it's cheaper. I mean, yeah. just for the average guest, but, yeah, but, you're not getting but all the so gifts. Here, <laughs> here in Nebraska, we do the open house. You come and go, you know, that's kind of the thing. Is that what they did in, do you remember? Uh, Seattle? I didn't really have a party after graduation. <laughs> I was gonzo. You were out. Yeah. So what's the appropriate amount of time yeah. to stay? Like you don't want to just walk in, eat and leave, but right. like how much more, how many more minutes do you need to stay? And what's the appropriate amount of money to give? I just mm. assume you give money. I, I wish I had like the perfect graduation gift that was thoughtful, that was, you know, I remember Sean's aunt, she's very thoughtful. She's a thoughtful gift giver and she would give, you know, like money and maybe like a keychain for the university that that kid was going to attend which takes time it takes planning you have to look up the college you have to get it ordered and sent to you so i just assume graduate kids graduating want money so here are a couple questions that i'm finding are you supposed to bring a gift to a graduation party while it's not required to bring a gift to a graduation party etiquette recommends that all attendees bring a card and a small gift when deciding whether to bring a present, you should factor in how close you are to the graduate, how large the party will be, and how many parties you will be attending. So you're not busting the bank. Okay. Can you put can you put that on your car though? If you're like, hey, I'm attending 18 this year. Can you do- <laughs> I you know, it's like I want them to know that this gift reflects the amount of parties I'm going to. It's not just because you're only worth twenty dollars to me. Everybody it's got because twenty. That's three hundred and sixty dollars. Right. 
What is the etiquette? Uh, let's see. How much do you get? Here we go. Oh, how much? Oh, hey, sure, that's me. Okay. Ooh. How much do you give at a graduation party? How much do you give the graduate? What do you think the average would be between blank and blank? High school graduation. Yep. If Okay. I think it probably depends on who you're giving it to. If it's your kid, if it's a niece or nephew, if it's somebody you're very close to, so I would think it's going to be more. Like but what? Just like, um, like I, you know, just a friend's child how about 25 bucks to 50 i mean I how know. about your niece or nephew still about the same. i i don't know a niece or nephew or like close friends you know kid i would think you would give more like 100 50 to 100 that's what they have 50 right? to 200 on this list to 50 200. to 200 and of course now we're looking at okay that's my nephew that i see once a year that's my granddaughter that i see every single day of course might be 200 bucks depending on what the grandparents got and i think that's where i base my decision how much money do i have right now you know especially if your kid is graduating and you're going to go to all you know so many parties for so many of their friends plus you're throwing them a party like we got to give each other a break here. You know, you want to honor them, but at the same time, you don't need to pay for their college with your gift. True. And if my heart to you is that I'm so happy you're graduating. Here's a card with a lot of thought, uh, felt words inside versus here's 20 bucks. And I signed my name regardless though. It, I think that it should be okay to be able to give your thoughts and your congratulations without yes. any money. You know, I agree. And, and this is one of those times where, I mean, I've gotten lazy sometimes with kids' birthday parties. Like you're going to your friends, ah, throw, you know, throw $15 in this car. Just then I don't have to go to Walmart and buy a gift. You know, well, eight-year-old girls, they would rather open up something pink and sparkly, yeah, right? Yeah. So they don't want necessarily want the money. But graduation to me is like, maybe if you're really close to them and you have something meaningful and it's a quilt or it's a Bible from grandma that, you know, grandma wrote notes in or, you know, those kinds of things. If you're just like, we're friends of the family, we're going to attend to me, like money is the most practical. Right. That's what they need. They're getting ready to go out and launch this new life. So give them what they need. Money. <laughs> how about this though? Is how about your favorite book that you've read? That's cool. If you stick a $50 bill as a bookmark. No, but the book <laughs> itself though, here's what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you some education, some life stuff, some stuff that really meant no, a lot to me. This I agree. one book out of all the books that I've read as you graduate high school, I want you to read this book. I got one as a high school graduate, my graduate, my pastor gave me, he wrote a note in it and it's a devotional, yeah. um, Oswald Chambers, my utmost for his highest. And it's just like if you look at life like as a whole from here on out, this is going to be like the some of the best wisdom that you can get, like outside of the Bible, like wisdom for everyday living. No, that was absolutely same? a great gift. What is the name of the book? My Utmost for His Highest. You don't have one? You need one. Let me graduate first. <laughs> Etiquetteer.com which sounds really mm, fancy official. and really official, says that you typically the hosts wish their guests at an open house to arrive at any time that suits them and stay as long or as little as they want. Within the timeline of the party. Within the timeline. If it's from right. 2 to 6 and you feel like coming at 8.30, that's not what they're saying. Right. Or you got something to do they're at saying. 2, so you show up at 11 for an early brunch. <laughs> While they're cleaning the house frantically, wiping down walls. and Yes. No, don't show up three hours early. They're saying, listen, here's a window. Come when's convenient for you, but in this window. Right. Unless it's like a baby shower or something like that, they actually tell you, you 
you you come when it starts and you just you need to stay till the cake is served and then it's you're why free is to that go. why because that kind of si- signals we're winding down like you're eating the cake probably after other food or it's the only food and you just want to stay till the cake is served. I don't mind staying till the cake is served. Mm-hmm, but I don't want to stay <laughs> I'm not leaving before. <laughs> <laughs> Whose etiquette is that? Mine. So this one seems pretty legit. Best etiquette course <laughs> up to the party. Be sure that you show up on time, that you bring a good mood as well as anything mm, that you might want to bring for bring. the That's big time, so right? Don't get. show up all grumpy, yelling at your kids. This is a celebration. So I it's would say- It's not about you. It's not about you, and it's not about you going in and being a disruption at a party, which I love to do. But if you're <laughs> having, I would say, if you're having a rough day with your family, take care of that first. Don't bring your drama into somebody's right. party. Don't you think? I do. Because we've had those days as parents where our kids are going, crazy and if you've got the little ones that don't want to be there and they just want to nap and blah 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 but you bring all that drama inside just to drop off a book send it in the mail is there any etiquette that people should follow there for either getting or receiving those gifts so you don't have to get a grad a gift just because you were invited to the party mm. most people show up with a card and then i think fo- folks who are closer to the graduate often show up with a gift so just know that it, it it'll be mixed bag in terms mm. of all guests versus some guests but I also think it's it's important to make sure as a guest that you actually spend a little time with the graduate. So you can't just go in, eat the food, leave the card and go. The importance is spend some time with the graduate. Okay. Or but, the graduate's mom. I'm just going to add, or the graduate's mom. Them. You really think that's important, don't I you? Do. Because she's putting everything together is why? She's been putting it all together. Not just putting it together, but she's... Um, yes, all the pictures, everything, all the yeah. She yeah. put the party together, probably, but no, she raised this baby. Her baby's about ready to fly, leave the nest. So good job, mom, for all the to- all the days that you woke that kid up. I always say her because I have girls, but mm-hmm. you got the kid out of bed. You got the kid to school when the kid just didn't want to go to school. You did the work and the homework that didn't want to be done. You showed up. You helped with the class parties yeah. and the field trips. All of and- it. And registering for classes and scheduling dentist appointments around the classes that they could miss and couldn't miss. You know what I'm saying? Like, moms do a lot. Moms should be celebrated. Drums, please. How are your girls feeling about summertime starting? The end of the school year. Oh, they're excited. Yeah. Yeah, they're ready. Now, we don't have any graduates, but we do have summer coming up. And I was thinking back to the days of graduation. Okay. And for the longest time, I didn't think I was going to graduate high school. I just had that in my head that I wasn't going to graduate high school. And to be honest, I was the first kid in my family to graduate high school. Really? Two sisters and a brother both didn't. Just dropped out? Just dropped out. So it was kind of a big deal. But then it was also one of those, like, you set up in your head as a kid, especially when you see all your brothers and sisters not graduating. You're like, that's guess what we do. Right. But then, of course, you get a little older and you're like, man, no, I want to do something here with my life. What am I going to do? About my senior year, I figured that out. A little late, and I had all these classes that I had to take. And I, I mean, literally, through middle school and high school, I don't think I opened a book. Really? Unless it was like uh, an F that was like, eh, you might need to get this up to a D. Okay, okay I'll, I'll study. But most of the time, I'm telling you, kids, don't do this. Because the way it worked out for me, I had one shot. I had one thing that would make everything work. And I had to add all these classes into my senior year. Literally. Zero period. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth period. 
But even intertwining, in one class, I had three classes. So in one history class, I had my history class. Then I had my ninth grade history class that I failed twice. And then I was a TA. So I got three credits in that class. So that guy helped me wow. out a lot. It wasn't going to happen. They're like, no, you're going to go to summer school. You, don't, you aren't going to be able to do all of this load. So my senior year goes along. One of the classes I have is marketing with Bob Pressy. Mr. Pressy was awesome. You get there early, we open up the shop, we had a coffee shop in our school, pizza for lunch, stuff like that, right? So get everything ready, get everything prepared. Then an opportunity came about in this marketing class to do an internship at a radio station. So I went and talked to my counselor and they're like, yeah, you know, man, I don't think you're gonna be able to finish up this stuff, but summer school will be great and you'll figure it out. And then by the end of summer, you'll be able to, I'm like, no, 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 I've got everything here. I've got all my, all my stuff credit. She's like, oh my gosh, you do. You're taking like 15 classes. How is that even possible? <laughs> Counselor's like, yeah, I've never seen this before. I've been working at the school for 25 years. <laughs> they really want you to get out of they here. Really I mean, they me really want, want you to, to graduate. graduate. Right. So the counselor says, you know, I think you do a good job in hmm, radio. I was like, what? This is all coming together. This internship at this radio station opened my eyes. I didn't even know it was a thing that you could actually do. And then she says radio. And I'm like, where's a radio college? Oh my gosh, 20 minutes from this high school is one of the top five radio schools in the country. I'm like, are you kidding me? All of this stuff coming together. So I'm getting so stoked, so excited. I'm going to graduate in high school. I found something I'm passionate about. This is it, man. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm the. I'm the first one yeah. to graduate, and I'm gonna be doing something that I love to do. My life changed at that moment. It really was. I found something I was passionate about. Meant a lot more than everything else I was doing that was dumb. So unfortunately, it was that last minute of focus that got me through school. Because I wish I would have done a little bit more yeah. throughout. I really do. That's one thing I do regret is I didn't study more. There's education. I mean, come on. Let me learn some things. Right. So it comes to that senior year. Working, working, working nonstop. I'm going to an uh, internship in Seattle at a radio station with my marketing class. Early in the morning, I do the opening up the school. And then uh, we'd go to Seattle like once a week and go to this radio station. So the first time we went, they actually gave me some opportunities to talk on a microphone at like wow. a sticker stop. Yeah. So we go to this gas station. Me, ex-girlfriend, two other people in this marketing class, and Bob Pressy's driving the van. So we get there, we go out on the street, we do a sticker stop at a gas station, we hand out stickers, we're talking to people. I'm just loving this. Free stuff to folks, yeah. yakking with them, giving them free stuff, sign up for a new car, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, this is so great. I go into the gas station, go to the bathroom, and as I'm walking down this hallway in this downtown Seattle gas station, I see cartons and cartons and cartons of cigarettes. Why I grabbed a carton of cigarettes and stuck it in my pants, I have no idea. I didn't even smoke. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? So I put them in my pants and by the time I get back outside, I'm like, what am I gonna do with a carton of cigarettes? And maybe I was thinking about selling them. I don't know what I was doing. So I realized how dumb that was. And I took the carton of cigarettes and I threw it around the back of the gas station. I took two packs and I stuffed them in my socks. So about 20 minutes later, this guy runs out and he's like, no, 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 you stole from me. I was like, oh, uh, Bob Preston's like, what, what did you do? And I was like, I didn't do anything. He's like, no, you stole from me. I'll show you the video. I was like, oh, no. And Presty's like, Matt, just be honest. I respected this guy so much. I was like, yeah, I, I did. And I reached down. I pulled out two packs of cigarettes that were crumbled up in my socks. And I just gave them to the guy. And Pressy went back in. And he gave him a bunch of free stuff. Walked back out and had this look on his face of just disappointment. Just such disappointment. He had, he had hope for me, man. And I, and I knew I screwed up. And I knew that there was probably going to be some repercussions and I would lose maybe this class and I'd have to take summer school. These are the thoughts that are going through my head on top of already being embarrassed in front of my girlfriend and my classmates and just feeling stupid, low, low, low. This guy, silence on the drive home. I was crying. So that was the only thing you could hear. Like, <laughs> 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 like quietly looking out the window. Like, 
So we get back. I leave. I go home. I'm pretty upset. And I get kicked out of that class. So I don't have my zero period anymore. So at the end of the school year, when I go up to all my teachers to get signed off, I saved Pressy for last because I knew that was the one that was going to say, sorry, summer school. So I had one credit, one credit I needed to graduate. And I knew I screwed up. And I went up to Pressy and I said, man, I just want you to know that I think you're a great teacher and I'm sorry I screwed up, man. He's like, I know you are. And he's like, I know you're going to do good things in life. I have a feeling you really love this radio thing and you're going to do something with it. I'm going to sign you off. He signed me off and gave me credit for the class. Wow. And I graduated. And after graduation, man, I went and signed up at the community college with the radio station. And I focused all my energy in on that. And I was just so in love to find that passion. And and I I gave up so many other things that I was doing in the past that weren't positive because of this. And I always recommend that. My mom would say, well, what are we going to do with your brother? We got to find something that he's passionate about that he can, all this other stuff he can, that's nothing. Because when you find that passion, something you love so much, there's a whole different takeover in your body than things that you're doing that aren't that good. Yeah. So finding that, you know, getting to have my career in radio and I got to thank Bob Pressey one day on the radio too. You so, did. which was really, really cool. So that's, that's how I graduated. Wow. <laughs> you just, you just never know those moments, right? Like I'm just trying to picture myself in his shoes. Mm. What would you have really done? Strong. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because in those moments, we have those moments, even with our kids when we're reprimanding or do we let give right. some grace in that moment? But, because But sometimes in those moments, what the person needs is hard, like tough love. That's what I needed to. So, and I think he saw me take the tough love and he knew that. Or maybe he thought, you know what? I'm going to see if, if he finishes. You know, maybe he was waiting to see. He's taking all these other classes. Mm. Uh, if he gives up after this m- moment... Right. I mean, if you would, if you would have given up on everything because this one class wasn't working out, maybe his decision would have been different. Yeah. But maybe he just was like, no, I've seen you work really hard. I know that you were sorry because I saw the way that you poured yourself into everything. So there was a moment where I I can't remember who it was that said, I see this in you, Matt. Was it him? Was it somebody else? Him and the counselor. And the counselor. I mean, I think we need to be looking as people who are influencing, whether it's our own kids or our kids' friends, people that are in our home, or maybe you volunteer with, or even in your workplace, there are young people that come in. They need to hear those kinds of conversations. And I, I see in you, I see this gift in you. We don't need to put on any pressure that you need to become a, a, a surgeon if they don't mm. need to become a surgeon. But, you know, I see leadership in you. I see fun personality on the radio. And who around us can we almost call that out of? Right. Who are they? Who is out there waiting, just going like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And everybody in my family has dropped out of high school. And I'm a little bit scared because I, I don't know where I'm I'm going to go. It just might be that one conversation where you're like, you know, I see owning a business. I, you, you work really hard mm. and there are people out there who learn a trade and they make a lot of really good money. They open their own business. So you might not need to go to 10 years of college to get a PhD in something, right. but I see 
I see a business owner in you. Yeah. And and there's kids that need to hear that. And I think even before what it would be for a profession is to point out the positives in people. Their skills, right. your character. I see that you care for people so much. Yes. I love the way that when you talk to that person, this is what you do. I love it when you look in the eyes of people. I love the way you teach me this, the way you lay yes. it out. Because we don't know sometimes our day-to-day stuff of who we are. When someone else points it out on a consistent basis, if that's who we are, Man, that just fills us to know that we have something to give to the world. Yeah. Ah, it's my neck. Oh, there's a crack. Did you, did you hear that? I just pulled the Dr. Bow without a Dr. Bow. <laughs> and we're talking about Dr. Bow and we're talking about stresses for the summer and everything. Let's talk yes. about it. You know, you're probably like me. You're getting all the end of school, all the programs, all the emails, all the reminders of the library books and all the camps, camp opportunities to schedule this summer. And if you're like me, every time my kid brings up a new opportunity, I can just feel the tension in my neck start to just tighten up. So do yourself a favor. It is May. The schedules are crazy. Schedule an appointment. Go see Dr. Bo at Trinity Chiropractic. He will adjust you. He will get you everything you need to walk out and take on the rest of the summer. Get in and see him. TrinityChiro.com. That's his website. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing you. We're here with Jeff Mall, Executive Director of Visit Lincoln. Visit Lincoln, even if you are in Lincoln. So we were just talking about vacations. We're talking about spending money, man. That's sometimes the biggest stress before vacations. Well, that's not really planning a vacation well is stressing before you're doing it. Then getting on vacation and wondering if you're going to have enough money when you get back home. So now you're stressing about it there. That's not vacation. If we are looking at, man, we need to be saving this summer. Let's stay here in Lincoln. And the kids get like, well, we've been to Lincoln before. We know all about Lincoln. No, no, let's visit Lincoln a different way. Jeff, tell us about visiting Lincoln a different way, an inexpensive way for summer. Yeah, it, uh, it's always exciting to, to reconnect with great people in Lincoln and uh, love listening to you guys' uh, program. And uh, the opportunity today to talk about uh, being a tourist in your own hometown mm-hmm. is something that I've been passionate about for 21 years, been doing this and, and promoting Lincoln as a destination. And I can tell you, I'm just like a lot of people, grew up in Lincoln years ago and, and couldn't wait to get out. I never left, and I just love this community. So it's a it's an opportunity here to, to excite people about Lincoln. Our website is lincoln.org, and, and I'll walk everybody kind of through what's on that website when it comes to being a tourist in your own hometown. And, you know, you guys talked a lot about doing things for free. I mean, I think that's important with, with big families these days. Um, great outdoor opportunities, great trails. You know, jump down and see Spring Creek Prairie Audubon Center uh, down in southern Lancaster County. Lincoln, when you look at Pioneers Park and Holmes Park and all the great arboretums we have in the community, a lot of which you just pull up and park and you enjoy nature. Mm. So those are free and uh, these are neat opportunities. And, you know, if you just scroll through our website, it's just chock full of outdoor, arts and entertainment, museum and history. What I like to click on is family-friendly activities, and uh, you guys have been talking a lot about that, it sounds like. So when it comes to some of the things in Lincoln, here's something I've discovered is that I haven't gone far enough, meaning I've driven past Holmes Lake, but I'd never went beyond the dam. Or I went to, or I've driven down uh, Highway 2, and I've seen, what is the, the, the park that we went to, Beth, to play Frisbee? The one that's on 27th yep. Yep. and yep. Highway 2? Oh, so I had no idea. I've driven by that so many times. I've seen the skate ramps and I'm like, oh, cool. A park with skate ramps. And then we entered into the back, into the woods and started playing disc golf. And I felt like I was in a brand new place. Well, even that I've driven past that literally probably thousands of times over the years. 
have never even known that was there. Parked, walked back, yeah. thought I was just going to be playing go- disc golf on this open field with the skateboard ramps until I ended up in this awesome trail. We're now walking through these places I've never even seen in Lincoln before. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that we, we challenge ourselves with as Lincoln residents. It was, we live with what I call blinders on every day. Mm. We take the same road this way. We go to church on Sunday. On Saturdays, we go to the grocery store. We never think about variety and just packing up the kids and, and, and going out and enjoying an adventure. And I'll tell you the thing that I remember most about you know growing up with our, our children, and now they're, they're grown up and they're out doing their own things. But you know we would always plan an adventure in Lincoln. Um, we would start with an overnight hotel. Uh, downtown. Um, there's a lot of great hotels in the downtown area. You know, as moms out there and even dads, you think about someplace you don't have to do laundry, you don't have to fix breakfast, mm-hmm. you have a great place for the kids to hang out, and that's an indoor pool. Um, you know, start that adventure with an overnight in downtown Lincoln or any one of our great hotels and, you know, go from there. Um, you can walk to a movie, you can go have something to eat. You think about places like the Children's Museum, the Children's Zoo. Uh, the Museum of American Speed out on Sun Valley Boulevard. You know, you're talking about small admission fees for a lifetime of experiences. And when you compare that to packing the kids in the car and going away, you're not paying for gas. You're not paying an accelerated rate for a hotel room. You're not going someplace that really you don't know enough about. We love our community, and it's really about exposing them to the unique adventures that we have in our own backyard. That's what we're challenged with every day, and that's really where we direct people to our website at Lincoln.org. Jeff Mall, thank you, sir, for taking the time with us this morning, and it's going to be so helpful. I just we got to keep that in mind instead of let's not do anything or let's break the bank or let's go into debt. There's other options right here in our backyard. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity. And again, Lincoln.org is our website. We've also got a beautiful visitor center down in 7th and P for more information. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap-up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic. Here's Beth with your wrap-up. Well, I've joked with a friend this year over and over again. We both have a bunch of kids that go to the same school. We carpool. And there have been so many times this year that we have said, you know what, we're just taking it a day at a time. Once you put all these kids together and there's all the field trips, even though we carpool and we have a great system, it's still like we're taking it a day at a time because I can't think about next Tuesday because there's just so much going on. And there's a Bible verse that's in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34 says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough troubles of its own. And a lot of times I hear that and I'm like, oh, that gives me a lot of hope for tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow's going to have trouble. But this other (laughs) version expounds on it a little bit. It says, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. So it's not just about like, oh, don't worry, tomorrow's going to have more trouble tomorrow. But what is God doing in my life today? What can I enjoy in this moment today? Can I enjoy the last day of taking my kids to school? Can I enjoy even the memories that I know are going to be created when we go to this program together and we go get ice cream afterwards? Enjoy this moment today. Yes, there are are details to take care of for tomorrow, but don't wake up going, just waiting for the stress to happen. Enjoy what God's doing now and then trust he's going to help you do whatever he asks you to do tomorrow. I'm Beth and that's your wrap up. I need some good news.